This is like your European carry-all. You That's have a man bag. Merce. That's my Merce. I, I like to call it a European carry-all. I, I prefer that, too. It just sounds classier. I call it Jack, because it's Jack Spade, and um, it says Jack right on it. His name is Jack. You've also had it a very long time. And this is my third one. Oh, I'm less impressed now. Yeah. I was uh, impressed that I was thinking that Jack Spade was like of such high quality that you've had that same bag for 10 years. Well... It hasn't been 10 years because... Um, oh, wait. did You lost one, one right? I did lose one yeah, once. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. So my first Jack Spade bag was a gift from Mel. Yeah. When I was... Just a tw- wee lad? 20? So you were Nin- just a wee 19? lad. 19? Yeah, 19 or 20. And I had that one for easily eight, seven, eight years. Um, and then I bought an identical one because it had just... It was just in rough shape. It was still very functional, but it just was pretty beat up on the outside because hard use. This was just a random comment I made. I didn't anticipate this becoming like a full thing. You're very serious. I wish everyone could see your face right oh, now. Oh, I, I mean, I'm a... You are passionately talking about your Jack Spade bag. I love this bag. I've, I've carried this. I mean, this is a different style than the original bag that I had, but I have carried a Jack Spade messenger bag now for very close to 20 years. I mean, I'm a huge fan of them. Uh, whenever I see a man carrying a Jack Spade bag, I think it's good it, stuff. They're well made. They're well made. It's they the look waxed good. canvas. Mm-hmm. Holds I have up a, really well. I have a jacket like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Solid. Yeah. Uh, not our topic. Not even a little bit of our topic. <laughs> but you are thankful for that bag. I. You know what? I am. That's and called a segue. I believe my first one not was the, that, a that Christmas kind, present. There's more than one kind of segue. It's a different kind of segue. Yeah. That was a good transition. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about holidays. A specific holiday, in fact. I think maybe just holidays. Okay. Do we, don't, we don't have to just talk about the one, unless you want to do also do a Christmas episode and a New Year's episode. Well, we do have an idea for a Christmas episode already. That's true. Yeah. Well, then it but won't be a... the Christmas episode. It'll just be the episode we do around Christmas time. Correct. Okay. <clears throat> I'm fine with that. That sounds good. Well, now that we've laid out our whole strategy for everyone, we might as well go ahead and say... Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Betsy. And this is Guy Talks. The girl rolls her eyes. It's time to talk about the holidays. Betsy, what is your favorite holiday? Flag day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, my favorite holiday, um, I'm going to say Christmas. Yeah. However, it may be a well-known fact. I don't know if you know this or not. I don't love holidays in general. I'm not really. I'm not a holiday person. Now I like Christmas the best because it has the most religious significance, right? Well, no, Easter does actually. Yeah. yeah. So no, I think I like Christmas probably because of the decorations. I like to decorate for Christmas. It's the only holiday I decorate for. Yeah. See, there are there are several reasons why I'm surprised to hear you say that you don't love the holidays. Uh, one, that I love to came d- to mind first was decorations. Right. Uh, I, yeah. I like to decorate for Christmas. Right. And second, you love getting gifts for people. I love giving gifts. That's yeah. true. Yeah. No, and I, wrapping them. I do love wrapping presents. Oh, my gosh. Such joy comes from wrapping presents. Um, I think it's the stress that's related to holidays uh. just puts me in a spirit of, when is this going to be over? I just want this to be over. That's why you love Flag Day. It's a very low-stress <laughs> holiday. I was joking about the there Flag are Day. Few, you get to barbecue. Yeah. There are a few demands put on people. Put on Flag Day. <clears throat> for Flag Day. Mm-hmm. June 14th, in case anyone was confused about the date of Flag Day. Uh, I, I was. It's three days after my birthday, and I had literally no idea. Well, that's sad. But I'm, I hate and America. you call yourself an American. Barely. <laughs> um, so, so Christmas. Yeah, I think I mean, Christmas has a I, lot of the elements I that we just so. described that you, like about hol- that you like about life. Yes. Yeah, that's true. And... Uh, Describe for me then some of your favorite things about Christmas. It I could be already, Christmas past. I think I already covered those. Things. Yeah, but like, what are the traditions? Do you have like a, oh. do you have like a family tradition for Christmas specifically that you enjoy? Like that you don't ever want to give up. Like that when you when someday you are hosting your own Christmas or whatever, you know when the Christmas handoff happens. Right. Correct. 
Um, I would say for Christmas Eve, my family always does appetizers, so we don't have a Christmas Eve mm. dinner. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and so everybody that comes has to bring an appetizer. And generally, my dad, because he is my dad, puts rules on things much <laughs> yeah. the way that I would. So you have to bring um, one new appetizer that we've never had before. Ooh. And you can bring like a favorite if you want. So everybody has to bring a new appetizer? Well, here's the thing about that. The rules are laid out pretty specifically, <laughs> um, but there are several members of my immediate, one member of my immediate family That's and right. several members of my extended family who do not participate at all. They just show up. Oh, sure. You know. Well, so they're not, in, in, at least they're not breaking the rules. They're not breaking they're the rules. They're just abstaining from the rules. Right. So, uh, I mean, I follow the rules. What? <laughs> so surprising, I know. My sister also follows the rules. Not surprising. Um, yeah. Well, so, I like that one. So appetizers. Christmas Eve appetizers. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Um, my favorite holiday is coming up next week, and that is Thanksgiving. Uh, I also... I like it for some of the same reasons that you just described loving Flag Day, which is that there's not a lot asked of me for Thanksgiving. Now, that's very selfish. That's so selfish <laughs> on a thing on a holiday that is meant to be thankful. Right. And I am. <laughs> and I'm, giving. I'm, well, I'm very thankful. You got the first half I'm of that I'm a lot Thanksgiving. less giving. Um, I'm sure I I'm sure that's coming, but let me just Are say Are you sure that's coming? Because you're getting more giving as your um, your mother-in-law and father-in-law and parents are not really are they're not old people so they're going to be around a very long time so I don't really think it's coming quickly for you someday eventually so uh, so full transparency I grew up in a household where and I think a lot of maybe maybe this is true of a lot of people my age our age. I grew up in a household where there was, were still some pretty strong gender roles uh, in, the, in our extended family. In, so like, in the house you grew up in? Yes. And in, more importantly, in my grandmother's house. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> because my, my grandma, my dad's mom, is sort of the matriarch of the Mueliners clan. And all holidays, all big holidays are hosted at her home. And Always? Thanksgiving actually moved to my aunt's house and has been there for a long, a long time now. Uh, but there was, you know, like Christmas Eve uh, was always at my grandma's house. And that attitude or those gender roles sort of were established and then spread into the next generation. So <clears throat> what I mean by that is very simple. You watch football and all of the women do the cooking. <laughs> That's correct. Uh it is difficult at my family's Thanksgiving for a man to contribute in any way. Like, I've been chased out of the kitchen when I try to help cook. Uh, I have been scolded for bringing my plates uh, to the sink. Um, now, this is all coming from my grandma, uh, who, like, she has always expressed her love through Serving others. Through serving others, through through maintaining a household, and she sees that as her domain and you don't do it. Now, I do dishes at my house. It's not it's not as if I've become this uh, I think, I don't think I've become this spoiled man who is like, Why isn't why isn't my wife in the kitchen making my supper? Uh, but on Thanksgiving, it's a little bit that way. Like if you wander through the my aunt's house on this Thanksgiving day next next week you will see a whole lot of men sprawled out like like beached whales. With kids. <clears throat> with some kids. Uh, lots of kids running wild around the house like kids don't get tired. Okay. You'll see some of the men, probably myself included, just laid out on the carpet in the middle of the living room. Like, you know, stretching out the back, just like napping in the middle of nowhere. Some football game on the TV doesn't matter because we've eaten enough at this point that we almost aren't paying attention and just in a semi-comatose state. And at that moment, you will see a parade of women from our family start to 
to call down and take pie orders, at which point they will put pie on plates and deliver pie to the beached men. There are so many aspects of this story that you're telling that are, while I respect tradition (laughs) and I respect your family, are very hard for me. Um, And I think it's because my family's exact opposite. Hmm. Nobody sits around and only watches football. Um, Football is on. My dad has always primarily been the cook in my family. Mm -hmm. So I I don't know if you could make him sit down and not take part. Now, also, holidays rotate in my family. Right. So nobody ever hosts. If you hosted Thanksgiving last year, you're not hosting it this year. We're going to someone else's house. So we move around. Interesting. Um, That's the opposite of my experience. Yes, we all we always move around, um, and also Thanksgiving is my least favorite holiday. Mm. I have never because of all the dishes you have to do. No, are you kidding? That's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite part of the holiday. I get to clean up afterwards. This is what, see. You would love Thanksgiving at my at my no. Aunt's place. If I walked into a room and I saw every man sitting there doing nothing, literally nothing, I no. Would, I mean, we're drinking. Oh, well, that makes me feel a lot better. And sometimes we play poker. Oh, good. Do you have a cigar when you play poker? Uh, not anymore. I gave them up. Oh, okay. That's very responsible of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, if the pilgrims taught us one thing. They, they did <laughs> teach us to smoke cigars. Um, yeah, I don't... It, Thanksgiving is a holiday that I obviously participate in. Um, I did go to Paris one year for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and was not at all upset about missing the festivities back here. For me, it is because we have an entire holiday that is based on eating, and yeah. I don't like that. Oh, see, and, that's the part I like. And here's the, the thing. Eating. I am not, you know me well and have known me for a very long time. I am not a person. I'm not one of those women that does not like to eat. Oh, right. I like to eat. Yeah. I like delicious food. I like pretty food. I like fancy food. I like hot dogs at the ballpark. Like, mm. I'll pretty much eat anything you give me. But the fact that we have a holiday where we celebrate people, like, gorging themselves is, frankly, a little, I don't know, sad to me. Yeah. I don't know if anybody knows this in, in my entire world. If anybody knows this is how I feel about Thanksgiving. Well, uh, it's, it sounds like you've defined Thanksgiving in a very specific way. And I agree that... Don't get me wrong. I love of, seeing my family. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of, I think, plenty of households across the country that that do think of Thanksgiving as just this opportunity to gorge. And I probably have even said that myself. Like, well, I think you just described it in your previous story. Yeah, I mean, there, there have been years where I have, you know, not eaten the day before. Oh, wow. You know, just to prepare. Just to, or like... Isn't that the opposite of preparing? Like because doesn't elastic, that actually... Sh- well, you drink a lot of water. Drink your stomach? To keep oh, it expanded. Okay. Um, My brother has a whole stretching technique. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I definitely don't wear tight pants to Thanksgiving. Okay. I know better okay. than to do that. And, and yeah, so I, I do gorge myself. But, <laughs> but what I want to say is, in my mind, that's not the purpose of Thanksgiving. I'm waiting for you to expand on that. Yeah, I don't know what the purpose is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, what I, I guess what I like most about it is that it's, not, it's the least chaotic of all of our holidays. Well, it's, for you it is because you're not doing anything. Right. 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 It's really nice. But it's actually, it's actually quite a chaotic um, holiday if you are not organized and do not have your, your cooking schedule and everything sort of down to, you know. Right. The, you know, you only get a few minutes on either side of those things if you're going to not burn the yams. <clears throat> so I do want to say. I don't say, eat yams either, by the way. So This is another, this is quickly becoming another one of those episodes where I'm, uh, where I'm painting myself as the villain uh, unintentionally. But I, I do I want don't even say, have to try anymore. No, I know. Like you just do it yourself. I just back right Not in, that I did ever try before. But. Back right into the corner. Um, I do want to say that uh, I think, I think we as the, I'm speaking for all the males in my family. That, That's dangerous. That we, as a whole, are very thankful for the way that we have been taken care of over the years. And I want to further say... That, that on Christmas, the women don't have to do <clears throat> anything? Oh, that, No, because Christmas is at my grandma's house, so there's no way uh, that that's going to change. Until, until Christmas is held elsewhere, 
this is just how this is just how my grandma operates and how she wants to do things. She's not again. I'm not. She's not I'm not change. trying to disrespect your grandma. I think it's. I just think no, it's very I, different sounding, and that you really, really enjoy it. Well, it's it's nice to not do dishes. It's also nice to do dishes. It is, which is why I was going to go on to say, in my household, when we are hosting. I, I'm the guy, I'm more like your dad. I'm the guy who's mostly in the kitchen doing those things. I'm assisting with the cleanup. Like this is not, this is not part of the tradition that's carrying on, right? Got it, got it. I think it's, it's old fashioned, but it is the way that things have, have been done uh, in our household. Well, and if it works for your family, that's great. Yeah, I think it does. Um, how does your wife feel about that tradition? She, uh, it raised her eyebrows. Okay, good. So I'm yeah. not like, I'm no. not. No, <laughs> the okay. first time, the first time it raised her eyebrows. Um, and we're not even as extreme as some. So like I, I have been to other homes specifically. Um, I was at my friend Janelle's house long, long ago. Um, hi Janelle. Hi Janelle. Um, and at my at her parents' house when we were growing up. This was back in high school days. Uh, I went over and had... In the late 90s. Yeah. A late 90s reference. I went over and had uh, Thanksgiving dinner okay. uh, at their place. and Or maybe it was just dinner, I, but it was around the holidays. And at the end of the meal, I stood up and, you know, I'm at somebody else's house. So I stood up and took my plates and was bringing them Correct. to the kitchen. And her brother reaches out and grabs my arm and pulls me back down into my chair and he leans over close and he goes, what are you doing? And I said, I, I was just going to bring my dishes to the sink. And he goes, don't let them know we are capable of that. If you, sh- if you show them, they're going to start expecting things. Which was very funny. And was almost said tongue in cheek, but was not. But was not. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, classic Classic I actually really... Um, How did this turn into a gender roles episode? No, I was actually going to say, mm. I really enjoy like those little nuances between families. Like when you go and you learn something new about like oh, yeah. the way another family does it. Because then you start to wonder, does my family do it the weird way or does your family do it? Like, oh, and right. weird, weird is not the right adjective, but... Well, sure. Or, Strange, different. Yeah. Well, unique. Unique. Unique's yeah. a good one, I feel like. Yeah. Um, like, does my family do things the unique way or... Are so, we the norm and you're the exception? I don't know. This is something that... I, I mean, think, I do sometimes. Like, sometimes you walk into a situation and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. I think we... So, Carolyn and I were very lucky in this way because a lot of our holiday traditions were the same. Uh, we didn't know that in advance because it's one of those things you don't really talk about a lot when you're dating right, until you we- start... It's a weird first date topic. Yeah, you're like, so, uh, one present on Christmas <laughs> Eve or what? Like, there, there's a lot of those things that don't get discussed. Right. Uh, but as we started to discover them, we were like, oh, we actually do a lot of things very, very similarly, uh, which makes it a little easier when we go to our respective places. Because now we're rotating. Right. Uh, Thanksgiving, you do the Christmas. Shuffle. We do the shuffle. Um, but Carolyn's family is much less into Thanksgiving than my family is. Like, they've never really done a big Thanksgiving thing. And they don't have a huge family. So... For me, this is the other reason I love Thanksgiving, is it was one of the quote-unquote required holidays. So everybody in the family gets together. My whole extended family lives in the Minneapolis area, which means it was one of those times when every single all your person cousins, in my family, everybody. they're all going to be there uh, no matter what. Now, that got less and less and less true as we got older. Right. But especially when I was young, like Thanksgiving was it was a big party. I knew all my all right. my cousins and like the you know we were get to play and have lots of fun and eat good food and uh, run around like crazy people. Usually, most of the time there wasn't snow on the ground. It's Minnesota, so, so half the yeah. time I guess is more accurate. I believe there actually may be <clears throat> snow on the ground for next week. It appears that there's a big storm coming. Oh, really? Later this week. But so we dodged it for a long time. You this might year. have. You might have some. We're not getting it down here, but up there, I think they're supposed to get some. Oh, okay. Well, we're not going up this year. Oh. This year it's Thanksgiving with Carolyn's family. So are you prepared to do dishes? Well, so uh, I am, but here's the thing that's going to be a little weird this year. is This is the rotation that we would be doing Thanksgiving with Carolyn's family, but Carolyn's brother and Ellen and new little Emma are all in Germany. Right. And Ted and Mary are in Florida. Oh, 
So all of Carolyn's family are not here. So it's going to be Thanksgiving with us uh, this year. This will be our first only us Thanksgiving, which is going to be cool. I'm excited about it. We're going to form our own new traditions. Okay. Yeah. So I got to go get a turkey, and we're going to start picking out recipes, and it'll be... It'll be fun. If you want some turkey, we'll probably have extra. Um, thank you. Although I'm, Gabe really likes turkey. I do not actually like turkey. Ooh, so I no do wonder not, Thanksgiving is not your I favorite. Do, I don't really like, yeah, I could probably do without most of the Thanksgiving foods. I will eat them. Yeah. Um, I will go to my aunt's house this year. I believe that's where it's being held. Um, I will go there and I will bring a great hostess gift. Because that is one thing I really a love pineapple? about the holidays. No. Something holiday festive. I'm not sure. I haven't decided what my... Hostess gifts will be, hmm. but you know how I love a to figgy pudding. Love to take hostess gifts when I go places. I know you do. So the holidays are great for that because you can really step outside of the normal like bottle of wine, flowers, candles. I can do something holiday festive, perhaps a cornucopia of sorts, <gasps> or a Whoa. basket. Yeah, a basket full of like baked goods, Thanksgiving esque with like Thanksgiving towels. I'm getting very excited about this, this is right all now. Coming together, see. You do really love giving people gifts. That's well. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. So I there will be a lot of turkey. I'm sure. Well, what is I, your if if turkey's not your thing? What is your favorite holiday food? Yeah, I don't know. Like of any holiday, you don't have like a certain. No, because it, it we don't ever have. You don't um, have certain no, traditional holiday no. foods that you go back to. No. Again and again. But we don't have like a standard meal or anything. So it depends. It you know goes back and forth between my parents' house and my aunt and uncle's house. And it's sort of whatever they want to serve. So Christmas Day now, as an adult, is basically I get to hang out at my parents' house. My brother comes over, and it's my parents and my brother and I hanging out all day in, like, our pajamas. We don't go anywhere. We don't yeah. do anything. Awesome. We just, like, watch TV and hang out. It's honestly so phenomenal. It's yeah. it, That is my favorite thing. Like, I don't very often ever, I don't ever spend a whole day, like, in my pajamas for any reason. Yeah. And I just, I, it's great. That's our, that's very close to our Christmas day. For, for most of my I should child, clarify and say my dad does still make an amazing dinner because my oh, dad loves to cook. Sure. So he goes all out and makes like a really elaborate fancy dinner that my sister and my brother-in-law never take part in because they are always with his family. Oh, bummer. Yeah. So it's still, it's really good for me and my brother. That's a win. Yeah. We enjoy it. So we, we have... Some traditions. The Mulliner side of our family was never very traditional. Now, Thanksgiving is very traditional. We right. do all the normal Thanksgiving things. You're going to have... You play football, flag football outside? Um, No. We're uh. a Texas Hold'em family. Oh, you play poker. Yeah. Football's okay. on the TV and Hold'em. And poker's in your hearts. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of just sitting around and, and drinking and talking and whatever, but... Uh, on the table, you're going to see a very, what looks like a very traditional Thanksgiving spread. The difference is there is going to be a gluten-free option mm, for, for parallel to everything. Yeah. Yeah, for my I cousin remember and those for days. Amanda. So there's the gluten-free mashed potatoes, the gluten-free gravy, the gluten-free stuffing, the gluten-free yada, yada, right? yada, all yeah. the way down the line. Um, <clears throat> Can I ask a question? Yeah. Do you have a typical Thanksgiving cocktail that you enjoy? Um, it's beer. There's just oh. a lot of beer and wine. Okay. Um, myself and all my uncles and my dad were all whiskey drinkers too yeah. so typically the whiskey will be flowing okay um there's a few cocktail mixers like my all, a lot of the aunts like uh like my mom got them into the frou-frou martinis like the chocolate martinis right, and right. the hazelnuts and the blah 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 so they have some fun uh, mixing and matching those um but there's no there's i wouldn't say there's like a traditional go-to cocktail okay just wondering um I'd like that to be the case in my home. I actually think I'm going to, I'm going to start this year. Yeah. I'm unsure that anybody else will have it. Because as I'm thinking about who will be at Thanksgiving, they are all very specific about what they choose to drink. So I would like, you know, a nice old fashioned or something or a Manhattan, I feel like would be a very, very thematic. Ooh, a rye whiskey Manhattan. Oh, I would love that. Ding. Oh, I kind of want one right now. <laughs> right? Not great. That's a great decision. Um, so I would really like that. I am unsure that there is anybody else um, that will be there that would drink that. Hmm. I don't know. You know, my my brother is very much a beer guy. My yeah. sister and my mom are wine. My dad is wine or 
gimlets, right? Of course. Yeah. So that's interesting. Well, so we so we don't have a traditional cocktail, but uh, we do have on on the Mueliner side. There was not a lot of traditional fare at some of the other holidays. So like Easter, uh, when my grandma would have us over for Easter and Christmas, she'd kind of make whatever she wanted. Right. So some Christmas eves we've uh, well, my grandma has Christmas Eve, right? So okay. some Christmas eves we've had prime rib. Sometimes it's crab legs. Sometimes it's pork tenderloin. The first time my mom ever. The first time my dad ever brought my mom over for Christmas Eve, like introduced her to the family or she got to come to that holiday, my grandma was serving chow mein. Which is amazing and so delicious. That's a great idea. And it totally freaked my mom out because she was, my mom comes from a very traditional Polish family. Right. And had always had the same thing for Christmas every single time. And to ha- walk in and have chow mein, she was like, what is this crazy family? Like, what, what did I get myself into? Your mom and my- was like, there are no boiled potatoes on this table. There is. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, and so Christmas Day for us was always at my mom's parents, which was a traditional Polish vilia. And vilia is the traditional spread. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, dill pickle borscht, which Love is it. my favorite yep, really delicious. Uh, holiday meal with boiled potatoes yep. and pork knuckles or whatever yep. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and pierogies and... So my mom's family is also... So they're half Irish and half Polish. So we would also oh. have that when my grandma used to host way back in the day. Awesome. It would be Polish sausage. Oh, yeah. Mm. The ki- Polska kielbasa, all the yep. good stuff. And these amazing pastries from Kamarczyk's Deli in downtown Minneapolis. Um, and I'm going to forget the name of them right now, but they're so good. They're basically a Danish, but they're like a Polish version. Oh, so good. So I'm really excited about that. Some newer traditions that I've tried to start. So... I didn't do it last year, but uh, for the last in, within the last five or six years, I've started making my own borscht uh, at home in advance of Christmas instead of just relying on my mom to do it, and it's turned out fairly well. Uh, and then I've started making gingerbread. So Ooh, the last that sounds delicious. <clears throat> the last like five years, I've made gingerbread, and it turns out really well, and I, I really like it. So I'm going to do that again this year. Um, Maybe just somewhere in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's not necessarily like a put this on the Christmas table kind of a thing. So here, let's talk about the other aspect of Christmas, which is gift giving. Yes. Um, My, one of my favorite parts of Christmas, my favorite part of Christmas, if we're being honest. Right. So you love the giving of gifts. Yes. Um, This is the part that stresses me out. Well, and ironically, (laughs) I love the giving part of gifts and I am terrible and I hate the receiving part of gifts. I've gotten worse at the receiving part over time. I've never been... uh, Let me say this. Uh, I don't think I'm bad at the gift-giving part. I actually set a fairly high standard for myself in terms of gift-giving, which is why I don't like it, because it stresses me out. Because I worry a lot about... Am I doing? A, am I getting a good enough gift? Like, did I put enough thought into this? Is this unique and creative enough? Is yeah. this is this the kind of gift when they open it they're going to be like, oh my god! Like, I he didn't really even thought think about, about me. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, like I want to create that moment where they're like, I didn't even. This yes. wasn't even on my list, but it's just what I wanted. You know, that yes. kind of. But that's a very high bar to set, especially when you're buying gifts for people year after year after year. Right. Uh, and and then when you do nail it, then it's like, oh, next year, how am I going to top that? You know, so it's not like, well, this was an okay Christmas. You know, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that's that stresses me out. And the list, the list of people that I buy for got a little out of control for a while, where I was just buying gifts for right. everybody. Yeah, see, I think that's that's rule number one. You have to pare it down. Like you really have to look at the the people that you frankly want to buy a gift for. Right. Um, which for me, that list is not. It, for a while, I agree, it got a little out of control, and it's mm-hmm. it's much smaller now, and it's basically, you know, the people that, I'm, I don't want to say mean the most to me, because that's not necessarily right. accurate, but, you, you know, like, it's a fairly small list, um, but I just really love listening for hints throughout the whole year. Mm. I, have a, I have a list always going on my phone. That's smart. Which is hidden, mm-hmm. sort of. I can't really hide it. Let's be fair. I only know right. how to use the notes app on but, my phone. So, but it's there. So and if you're on the list, folks, no one knows what the code to my phone is. Mm-hmm. So it should be good. Um, yeah. So I write down ideas all year long, just in conversations with people, so that I don't forget. Yeah. Um, and I really like hunting for those gifts. That's really smart. I typically do that for Carolyn, but 
I probably should be doing that for more people on my list. Well, yes, if it's, if gift giving stresses you out. It does. Yeah. Now, so here's the other aspect of this. Uh, when you, so what, now that I'm married and we share a budget and the same bank yes, account. Yes, that's interesting. You have to get a little sneaky about gift buying. Now, we've always separate we've we since we got married we kept our own separate bank accounts also so we have some money that is ours uh individually that the other person doesn't see so i'm not really worried about that like i can buy a gift without her knowing that i was at such and such a store right um but then you start having these discussions about uh well do we really need to be spending this much on gifts because especially when you're a newly together couple you're all excited you want to do really lavish exciting stuff and then it that aggregates and it builds over time so like a couple years go by and suddenly you're spending like five hundred dollars on your partner and you're like that's not a good idea for either of us like we shouldn't together be spending a thousand bucks on each other on each other like right that's that's a bad idea and then it's even worse it turns out when you have kids because now you want to spend a ton on them and get them all this cool stuff so this year we started, we had the conversation that I'm sure every married couple in the world has had, which is like, let's set some limits, right, about how much we're going to spend right. and how many presents we're going to get each other. And I had to look my wife deep in the eyes and be like, I, I will agree to these limits, but are you actually going to stick to them? Because I know you. Like, you like, Betsy, you like to buy gifts. My wife is like a crazy person. No, I know. I'm she doesn't spend her. a lot of money on herself. But when it's when she starts shopping for other humans, it's like, let's it, let's go crazy. It's like impulse right. all over right. the place. And she buys thoughtful and really nice gifts, but she just can't stop herself. So I know what will happen when she starts going out to get presents for me. It'll be like, okay, one gift. And what that means is a basket with eight gifts in it, or like it's six boxes but they're all wrapped together with one bow so that's a gift and then i'm going to show up with my follow the rules one gift and be like why are you making me into the jerk here so now what's interesting is i do really love to give gifts but when i am dating someone i actually go the exact opposite route for holidays i do not spend a lot of money i never have it's not it's not my style and the reason i think i do it is because I like to buy gifts throughout the year when people are not anticipating it. So I would much rather just walk in and hand him a gift that I found somewhere that I know he will appreciate or it's been something he's been looking for. Um, And I like to do that versus spending several hundred dollars at Christmas. So I will only spend $30. And again, it's something small and thoughtful that I know he wanted, but I don't, I love to give gifts but it's not the way I choose to show people that I love them only at Christmas. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I do give a lot of gifts, but I give a lot of gifts, small, thoughtful gifts throughout the year versus only at Christmas, which I think is also why gift giving does not stress me out at Christmas. Yeah. So uh, we go through all these hurdles now to to try to limit some of this stress or and some of the unnecessary gift giving so like you know my in my extended family on on the mule and her side when we do christmas eve it used to be this just ridiculous because it's a big family right this ridiculous pile of presents in the middle of my grandma's living room like so tall that you couldn't see the kids right. behind them right because every aunt and every uncle and my grandparents they're all buying for all the grandkids right and, and frankly, kids' gifts are bigger than adult gifts, right? Yeah, and we always like laugh about that because big trike or whatever. Yeah, because now uh, the old, the bigger you get, the smaller the the packages get. Right, and and then all my aunts and uncles were buying for each other, and they were all buying for my grandparents. And then when we got to a certain age, we were like, should we be getting something for our grandparents? Yeah. So it got ridiculous. And so my grandma put her foot down at one point, and she was like. It's time for the present game, the dice game. And lots of families have this or their yes. own version of it. Yes. So now for a while it was like you pick a name out of a hat and you're just buying a present for that person and then we ditched that. Yes. And then it was now we're just setting a price limit and then we ditched that and now it's the dice game. Right. So the dice game is there's a cap on spending of I think it's $30 or mm-hmm. something like that. <clears throat> you wrap up your mystery gift. You put it in the middle. It has to be my grandma has made the exception that it's 
guy gifts and girl gifts. Oh, okay. Because, again, we love our gender roles right. in our family. Right, love that. Um, <clears throat> but really, they all kind of just go in the middle. And then you roll, you pass a, a pie pan around mm-hmm. with a pair of dice in it. And there's two of them because we have a big family. And anytime you roll doubles, you get to go into the middle and, take and a snatch gift. a gift. Right. Once everybody has a gift in front of them, then we all open them one at a time so we can see what they all are. Right. And then we do another round of stealing because we are a little tipsy at that point and everybody loves a good steal. So then when you roll doubles, you get to swap your gift with any other person's gift sitting around and now they've got they're stuck with what you got right and you get what they got so it's a lot of typically it's a lot of wrestling over whiskey bottles or like some specific item that for some reason people are excited about but it actually is a ton of fun we we used to do that as well um with my on my mom's side of the family we did because we have so many cousins and they're all married and aunts and uncles and so we used to do that as well we did the grab bag for a while um, and then this year, finally, I feel like it, it, there was like this half and half split where the last couple of years, half of the people were like, I don't want to buy presents anymore. Mm-hmm. And the other half people were like, it's Christmas. We have to. That's how it <laughs> right. works. Um, and so this year is the first year where we are not doing gifts for everybody, which I am really grateful for because I don't need any more coffee mugs and Starbucks coffee. If I need <laughs> that, I'll just go buy it myself. Yeah. It's fine. Right. I don't need any more travel mugs. Um, we're only buying for the kids if you choose to. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, there's, which there are like seven of at this point. So I mean, that's still yeah. a lot. Um, but it's, the adults are sort of out of it, which I'm, I'm grateful for because I don't, my, my, my thought process behind receiving gifts is I don't really need anything. Like there's, right. I, I just don't need anything. So I feel like people should, if you, if you want to buy me something, you can make a donation somewhere. Right. <laughs> that sounds great. Make cool. a donation to a charity that really needs it. And I don't mean to be ungrateful. I'm never ungrateful when someone gives me a gift. I just... No, I get that. I think a lot of people feel that way, especially if, you, especially if you're doing well. Like if you're in a position right. where you can afford And my family sort of, my immediate family, my dad and my brother and my mom and my sister... <laughs> also sort of share that same mentality. So oftentimes, if you ask my dad for a Christmas lift, it will have, like, St. Jude's listed as the top. Like, make right. a donation or yeah. go here, make a donation here, do this. Which I like that approach. And yeah. it's it's a direction, I think, that our smaller household is going to be heading because yeah. we, we did talk about that. Like, yeah. instead of <clears throat> let's limit what we buy for each other and let's, let's share it. find creative ways to... to to give back, which is great. Well, and to teach Gabe, too. And Absolutely. the new baby. So what I love about the dice game, though, is that it takes the emphasis off the gifts and makes it about just us being together and having fun right, times as right. a family, uh, which is awesome. We're a game family. We love to play games. Plus, sometimes <laughs> you get the most amazing gifts. So <laughs> yeah. we do this in the Focus family, too. Yeah. We, you know, we've done the white elephant. We've done all mm-hmm. these things. Um, and one year... We got the Dashboard Jesus. Do you remember I that? I do. I remember Dashboard Jesus. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. I wish I had that now. I have so many pastors I would like to buy that gift for. I uh, guarantee he's out there on Amazon. It I'm probably sure is not very can. expensive. It's the greatest <laughs> gift. Dashboard Jesus oh, would be and, a great stuff. And then I had the, stuffer. the bowling nun game. Do you remember that? I vaguely remember the bowling nun. <laughs> That's really funny. <clears throat> there are a lot of good white elephant gifts. White elephant is one of my favorite uh, holiday games. I, it's That's one that if you really want to be good at it, Kind of like what you do with with your gift list. Yeah. You have to be watching for potential oh, white for elephants sure all year. Like, uh, here's a really weird thing. Previous podcast reference, if you happen to have a <laughs> bottle of banana schnapps in the cabinet, oh, yeah, go absolutely. white elephant on that yeah. all day long. The Kuiper's banana schnapps. You hang on to that because <laughs> that's going to come in handy in a few months. A few months. A few months. A Speaking of, uh, we would be remiss if we didn't just talk briefly about ugly holiday sweaters. Um, Do you love, I went to Walmart the other day when we were, uh, I was on the road and I needed to run and pick up some stuff for a program I was doing. Walmart has fully embraced the ugly holiday sweater um, craze and is now just, just, they're everywhere all over the store and they are amazing. Yeah. I almost bought one, and I don't even have an ugly holiday sweater party to attend. But you don't need a special party anymore. It was gross, you can just and I loved up. it. So we recently like purged a bunch of clothes uh, and brought them to Goodwill. And as I was sorting through my clothes... Oh my clothes, gosh, did you get rid of your no, women's no, no. sweater? Carolyn the one you tried. <laughs> Carolyn tried to, to get rid of... Uh, 
Well, no, that's been that has been gone. Oh, the, the, one, the white the dots. The too small. Yeah, yeah. I, the, I the red, women's sweater that you used to wear. Women's size small uh, <laughs> holiday sweater, and I was actually really sad to lose that because uh, there's a great story. Well, I don't know if it's a great story, but I have a great memory of the night where I got that sweater. I did not purchase that sweater. I'm glad to hear that. <clears throat> Chris Tarola and I, and uh, Justin McCabe. Uh, so two of my best friends at the time were living in both living in Milwaukee. They now both live in different places. Uh, but we went out uh, in the month of December out in the town, and we ended up at a, a place called Patty's, Patty's Pub, right? Uh, which is a very Irish uh, pub, as you can imagine. And it's very cozy, right? And there's this very cozy back room that they use for parties. And on this particular night, that room was in use for a ugly holiday sweater party to which we were not invited. We just happened to be out and drinking and having a great night. That doesn't matter. But at a certain point in the night, we saw uh, this sweater party going on, and we also saw that they had a table of ugly holiday sweaters for people who were invited to the party but didn't have their own. Uh, Like you could take one of these and wear it in the party. So we just crashed I'm the party. I'm panicking a little bit mm. that you stole a holiday sweater at a holiday party. Three of them. <gasps> I mean, I didn't steal three. We each st- put one of these holiday sweaters on and crashed this party, but then immediately left the party and just went out on the town. So oh. Chris found this amazing one. I He probably still owns it, but it was a, a cardigan uh, mostly white with like, going lines of reindeer dancing, knit reindeer dancing around the outside, and these huge antler buttons, <gasps> and it was so obnoxious. And he wore it all the time. It was great. Uh, but that's where I got that uh, women's size small sweater. I stole it from someone's party, uh, and it fit you for a while. It did for at the time. It was it a perfect fit, fit. I was like, this is great. Uh, my current ugly holiday sweater. I have two that I rotate. Uh, one is a Star Wars one. Uh, it has uh, a big stormtrooper face in the middle, and then little Imperial walkers okay. and Tie fighters that go around the edges. Um, Sounds like something you'd wear on an everyday basis. I would if if my wife would let me out of the house. I would. Uh, and the other is one with a dancing gnome on the front and a and a stein of beer, and it says, Take Me Gnome Tonight. There's actually a photo of us. Uh, at the Focus Holiday Party. At uh, the Focus Holiday Party mm-hmm. with you wearing that sweater, Take Me Gnome Tonight. It's yeah. a wonderful sweater. Yeah. So Carolyn tried to sneak those into the Goodwill bag uh, two weeks ago. Oh, and I was like, you can't do that. Oh, no, 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 no. Those, if Just you want, they can go the downstairs. Just package them with the holiday decorations. Yeah, that's right. where we put them. We put them downstairs along with all my costumes and things like that for Halloween. Right. Or just sock them away so I don't have to go. Because otherwise I would just go out and buy another one. She knows better. Right. Like why force me to go spend another 30 bucks on a Darth Vader themed holiday sweater. Right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I don't have one. I would like, I, I would like to have one. Well, there, there Perhaps we'll have a, so a day in the office. Many options. We'll have a day in the office because uh, our friend Alyssa just found one that she's really excited about. I'm excited to see it. It's disgusting cats. and so amazing, and has yeah. cats all over it. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's great. Um, so I, I know we can't spend a lot more time, but I do. No, we cannot. I do just have to bring up the the oft forgotten stepsister of the holiday season, uh, which is New Year's Eve. Do you do New Year's Eve stuff? Is that a thing still for you? It is sometimes a thing for me. I, do, I sometimes do it. Last year I did do it. Um, the year before, I did not really do it. Like in terms of like going to a party or something. Yeah. I usually do something um, for it. The year before I actually went to, went to the movies with someone. We went to the movies on New Year's Eve. Um, but I don't, no, I don't do like the ball drop, hotel <clears throat> pay $200 to get in. Right. I don't do that. I much prefer the party at someone's house where you can... I, I do like the dressing up aspect. Mm. I do like to get all dressed up. But I don't do the big investment in New Year's Eve. Yeah. No. So for me, uh, this is a teaser of maybe a future episode, but for me, New Year's Eve has become a sign of aging uh, where... It used to be, as a young man, that New Year's Eve was a big holiday for me, mostly because I was in the service industry, and so we would work New Year's Eve and make a bunch of money, and then, like, shortly after the ball dropped is when we would get off work, right? and then we'd go out and stay up till the sun came up, because all these, not all these, but certain bars would stay open, and so New Year's Eve would be just a night of crazy, yeah. heathen Frolics. debauchery. Yeah, it would be, it would be a mess. <clears throat> and so I did that for many years until... 
I got out of the service industry, and then I was like, oh, well, still going out on New Year's Eve, that's fun. And actually, when Carolyn and I met, some of our first, like, big memory dates were New Year's Eve, and we went out and had, like, crazy New Year's Eve fun times. Uh, As we've gotten older and older, that has slowly (laughs) shifted over time. So first couple of New Year's Eves together was, like, go out all night, crazy parties, wake up just brutal, go get brunch, like... Wow, we really we're so young and fun. We're so fun. The next couple years, it was like we're going to go buy some friends' houses. You know, we'll stop by one of those. We're not going to go out, but like we'll stay in and it'll still be really fun. And we stay up till the ball drops. We drink champagne. It's super fun. Right. That's the phase I'm in. That's the phase of life I'm in. It's a great phase. That's a great phase. And then you have kids, and then it's and then it's well, we're going to go over to our friends' house that also have kids until eight p.m. And and at eight p.m. when the kids have already been up way later than they need to. We're going to pull up YouTube, the fake ball drop, and put that on TV so the kids get to celebrate it. We're going to drink some champagne. One of us is going to go put the kids to bed. The other one might hang out for a little bit, or we'll put the kids to bed at our friend's house in the pack and play, and uh, and we'll stay up and drink for a while. Nobody's going to make it till the ball drops. There's absolutely no chance. We're probably going to wake up feeling great at like 7.30 uh, and then go get pancakes. Like, that's... That's the crazy New I'll Year's be honest Eve. with you. That sounds pretty great to me, too. And the thing is, it's wonderful. Like, this is not me complaining at all. It's me thinking about where my life is compared to where it used to be. Right. And I'm not disappointed. No. It's just an evolution. Now, I know that any 22-year-old listener out there is thinking, oh, God, you poor oh, sad sack. They feel terrible for you right. right now. But you know what? You shouldn't. I don't miss, I don't miss those New Year's Eves at all. No. Not even a little bit. It's just new and different. Most of them smelled like stale beer. That's gross. I don't need that image in my head. Well, that's what bars smell like when you hit them at uh, 2.30 in the morning after everybody normal has left. Yeah, see, that's not... just service industry people. That's not not a thing I've really ever done. I I don't recommend it. I need to sleep. (laughs) Sleeping's wonderful. It's not good for anybody when I don't get sleep. No, we know know that's true. Wow. I'm just saying. Be generous. We're talking about the holidays right now. I give thanks for you getting sleep. Um, so let's talk about a couple of quick things. Okay. Uh, first of all, great holiday stocking stuffer idea. The soon to be arriving okay. guy talks, girl rolls her eyes, official podcast t-shirt. Uh, it's almost designed. I did get a message from our designer today. It's going to, it's almost designed. It's going to get turned around quick. And we're gonna we're gonna promote to everybody this amazing T-shirt. You're, I'm just He's gonna say on it. He's you're on gonna it. want. I would tell you you're gonna want one, but you're not. You're gonna want three, and uh, it's pretty exciting. We're pretty excited about it. Uh, we also uh, want to remind you that we really uh, want to be hearing from you out there on the social meds. Uh, a couple of you occasionally you reach out, and one of you, Chris Tarola, uh, submitted some listener mail today. And what Chris wants to know, Betsy, is. What is your you're not favorite? Even read, you're not even reading anything right now. How I is this it listener to mail? Chris wants to know what Betsy's favorite sci-fi or fantasy series is of all time. Oh my god, Chris! That's I a have great question. No idea. I have no idea. You know, there's nothing you can think of that involves robots or wizards, dragons or space travel, time travel that you've ever enjoyed. You're asking this question like you don't already know the answer. Gnomes? Nothing? Nothing. Elves? I really, um, Herbie Rides Again. Uh, okay. Yeah. There's magic, an element of magic, magic in car. there. That's yeah, great. I'll, I'll take, take it. it. Back to the Future? Time okay, travel. see, that's great. <laughs> Done. That totally qualifies. Marty McFly, Back to the Future. Oh, good job, Bess. The first one. Not Back to the Future Wild West or whatever the, you know. Oh, the third one? The third yeah, one. It started to get a little goofy. Yeah, we got a little weird there. Doc, hmm. Marty McFly. Back to the Future is the answer, Chris. Well done. Good Thank answer you. to listener mail. You were trying to stump me like I wasn't going to have one, and well, I panicked. You did. That was the response I was looking for. Panic. Uh, speaking of panic, let's talk about our podcast pal. Let's talk about him. Ooh, it's a him. It's a him. I like Do you this. not know who it is? I believe no. we talked about this. It's okay even if you don't. Pre- I don't remember us talking about it. I'm prepared to it. give the award away. Yes, do it. To uh, a listener who is a fellow podcaster. <gasps> Of ours. Oh, yeah, I remember now. Who um, has been posting on the Facebook page. 
who has been really supportive um, and is always gracious with his comments after a a podcast. um, Did he write an iTunes review yet? To let us know. I feel like that is a new qualification I want to introduce. That he has, uh, you know, been listening and he liked our topic. Um, And most important to me, he sent me a message and I believe put on our Facebook page when we had the whole chili debate in the (laughs) sweater weather episode that chili... Is not a soup. Yeah. Which you've, you've soup admitted now. So entity. I think our podcast pal of this episode um, is my friend and yours, Ryan Eller. Yeah. Nice. From Tulsa, Oklahoma. Actually, Muskogee, Oklahoma, wow. I believe is where he actually Muskogee. lives. Muskogee. Yeah. Well, uh, our influence is spreading strongly in the South. Is Oklahoma the South? I don't think so. I think that's the Plains. The Great Plains. Let us know, Ryan. Do you Are you a Southerner? I want to know if you qualify. Okay. I think I, you, I, that's a self-determined thing, I think. If you're in the South or not? Yeah, I mean, you get to decide for yourself. They're very near Texas. A couple I mean, hours. But here's the thing. Anybody south of you can tell you you're not from the South. So, like, people south of, of Missouri always tell people from Missouri they're not from the South. Okay. Well, that's But a fair. lot of people from, the Missouri, from Missouri think they're Southerners. Well, a lot of people from northern <laughs> Wisconsin act like Southerners, too. And by that, <laughs> no. I mean they talk like Southerners. Yeah. So it's a little confusing. I suppose it's completely um, self-decided if yeah, you are a Southerner you get or to not. Decide. Right. Uh, so congratulations, uh, Ryan. You don't get to decide whether or not you're the podcast pal. That part of your self-identity has been assigned to you by us. Congratulations, Ryan Eller. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's it, kids. Ooh, this was a this was a long one. It was a really long that one. Was a marathon. Yeah. Uh, well, once again, this has been Guy Talks and Girl Rolls Her Eyes. Mm-hmm.